Welcome to the Men's Alliance podcast. I'm David Mills. Men's Alliance is a growing movement out of Richmond, Virginia, where tribes of men meet in person weekly for an epic outdoor workout and a real world devotion around a fire. We're bringing men out of isolation, out of their comfort zones, and into something real. Hey, I just want to say thanks for listening to Jad Crouch in Kansas City at Word of Grace Fellowship Church, and also to Sebastian Seabass Van Intel at Grace Polaris Church in Columbus, Ohio. Sorry for butchering your last name there, Seabass, uh, but we appreciate you guys listening, and we're looking forward to you guys uh, starting tribes in your locations soon. Hey, guys. I'm Dave Mills, and welcome to the Men's Alliance Podcast. Uh, I'm sitting here today with my buddy Josh Ranger Davis, and uh, we're going to talk to you guys about something uh, incredibly important and um, not talked about enough. But before we get into that, I want to start off with a little story. So 1868, this French guy introduces a moth into the United States called the gypsy moth. All right, so the idea behind this was that the uh, the silk spinning caterpillars that we had in America they they uh, they were too susceptible to disease. They weren't making enough silk. They wanted to boost the silk industry in America, so they imported a whole bunch of moths called the gypsy moth, with the idea being to create a real big silk industry in the United States. Well, this backfired really bad because the gypsy moth began to uh, destroy forest. All right. Since 1980, it's uh, estimated that it's destroyed. The gypsy moth has destroyed um, over 1 million acres of forest each year. A million acres of forest each year since 1980. According to a 2011 report, the gypsy moth is now one of the most destructive insects in the eastern United States. I am simply on Wikipedia reading about the gypsy moth to you today. But here's, here's what's incredible about the gypsy moth. Here's how they were able to begin um, kind of stopping their destruction, slowing it down, and preventing them from taking over all the forests in America. What they did was they started using a pheromone from the female gypsy moth, right? the um, sex uh, pheromone that the female gypsy moth emits to attract the male gypsy moth. Well, scientists started making that stuff in a lab and they started making it more powerful and stronger and spraying it on areas of forest. And basically it would attract the male gypsy moth to that. They would go for this synthetic scent created in a lab that was not the real thing and it would get them so drunk so confused they couldn't find the real thing they couldn't make and this is a technique um, in pest control known as mating disruption and it proved to be effective against the gypsy moth um, because they couldn't find their real mates in order to reproduce so there is your story uh, today about gypsy moss. So I'm going to turn things over 
let Josh talk for a minute. He's going to share some incredible statistics with you, and you're going to start to see why we're talking about gypsy moths. Hey, man. So sexual bondage is one of Satan's master plans against men, as it doesn't just prevent us from growing into the image of Christ, but distorts it. His very image in us and leaves us ineffective. Countless men in sexual bondage have tried fighting this battle. Instead of finding victory, they are beaten down by their sin, eventually losing their identity in Christ. When a man becomes disoriented in battle, what happens, right? He loses his ability to accomplish his mission. So the first thing that you need to understand is the battlefield. And I'm going to go into some statistics here of what the battlefield looks like. The statistics for Christian men between ages 18 and 30 years old are particularly striking. You have 77% look at pornography at least monthly. 36% view pornography on a daily basis. And this is among Christian men that are self-reporting. That's right. <laughs> so it's these, probably, are the, these are the honest ones. It's probably a lot higher than that. Um, which is sad, but it's truth. 32% admit being addicted to, to pornography. And another 12% think they may be. Wait, so let me just clarify this. What was that? 30 some percent of Christian men are admitting that they are addicted to pornography? That's correct. And that's just the ones admitting it. Yep. So even if we just go by who's admitting it, We've got a third of all Christian men addicted in sexual bondage. It's very, it's very true. Yeah, going after what's fake, you know, neglecting true intimacy with their actual, you know, wives. So, so think about that, man. If thirty percent are admitting that they're addicted, I mean, what do you think the real number? Josh, what do you think the real number of Christian men addicted well, to porn is? Well, I mean, if, if you have over three fourths looking at pornography monthly, yeah, I think that I think there's a the percentage addicted is probably three fourths or more. Yeah, it's got to be north of seventy five percent because here's the other statistic that I want to cite for you guys. You can't look at this stuff without being addicted. Okay, so um, here, here's another little study for you. So. Uh, Mary Ann Layden, the co-director of the Sexual Trauma and Psychopathology Program at the University of Pennsylvania Center for Cognitive Therapy, called pornography, quote, the most concerning thing to psychological health that I know of existing today. All right. Her study on pornography demonstrated this is this is the most amazing thing that pornography addicts have a more difficult time recovering from their addiction than cocaine addicts because Coke users can get the drug out of their system, but pornographic images stay in the brain forever. So think about that. So if we got 75% of men admitting to looking at it, we've got this, you know, uh, PhD studying it, telling us it's more addictive than cocaine. I'm sure number of Christian men addicted to pornography is north of 75%. And might I just add that the average recovery time from pornography 
is anywhere between two to five years. So our goal in talking about this today, guys, is, is just we just have just one goal, right? We just want to start the conversation about where we start admitting that this is a, a huge problem, right? I mean, from my personal experience, pornography has been a, an issue um, everywhere I've ever gone with every guy I've ever talked to. I've never met a guy that says it's not an issue, right? Um, I know I've seen images that I can't get out of my mind, right? They're in there. It's, it's more addictive than cocaine, but nobody's talking about it, right? So Josh gave me this statistic. By the way, we're going to put all these stats in the show notes if you want to know where we're getting these. So the one I'm going to give you right now is from uh, Covenant Eyes website, and it'll be in the show notes. But this is incredible. If 75% of Christian men are likely addicted to something this important, you'd think churches everywhere would have programs about it, right? Only 7% of pastors report that their church has a ministry program for those struggling with pornography. Now, this is sad, and this is what we've got to fix, and this is why the Men's Alliance podcast is talking about it. Because if there's anything that is this big of a problem, then a lot bigger percentage of churches better be talking about it, better be starting programs for those struggling with it, right? So what we've got to do, first of all, Christian men out there listening, is we've got to start um, destigmatizing this, right? So I do a lot of work with addiction and with counseling. And I'll tell you this, you stand up in a room and you admit that you're a alcoholic, people applaud, right? That's a, that's absolutely socially acceptable to stand up and say, I'm a recovering alcoholic or I'm a recovering drug addict. You stand up in the room and you say, you're a porn addict. Nobody's applauding, right? They're scooching their chairs away from you, right? And I think that's the, the problem right there that we need to start addressing is we need more guys saying, this is a problem. I struggle with it. What can we do? Yeah, and I, I definitely agree with that. I, uh, you know, I started at the age of 10 when I was uh, exposed to it. And then through my entire life, I, you know, kept it up and, I remember uh, when I was actually really struggling. Um, I think there's a difference between, you know, I'm struggling with addiction, but I'm giving in. I, I think that's two different things. You're just constantly giving in. Struggling is actually like getting on your knees, praying, crying out to God, and, and really trying. And I remember I was at that point, and um, even the church that I went to was, you know, I still didn't have anybody to talk to about it. And I feel that the church is the one place that needs to be talking about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I, I saw my, my first, uh, you know, porno, pornographic video. It was a VHS and I was 13 years old. And absolutely, I, I still remember, you know, I'm 42. Those images are still in my brain, right? Um, it's highly, highly addictive. It destroys intimacy, it destroys marriages. It, you know, there's actually, as Josh and I were researching this, came across a, a, an incredible t term out there. There is pornography induced erectile dysfunction is a term that has been coined by uh, Harvard Medical School because we've got now a nation full of a bunch of uh, guys under 20 
that are suffering from erectile dysfunction because they've seen so much pornography. Now you think about how that's going to affect this guy's marriage, right? Guys, I want us to realize one thing today. This is a problem. We need to start talking about it. It's time to stop sweeping this under the rug. Churches need to address it. Satan is basically doing with, with, with men what was done uh, with gypsy moths, right? They've flooded the forest with something fake, right? Pornography is not real. Um, there's a fantastic website called fightthenewdrug.com. I love it. It's a great resource, as, as are many that we'll have in our show notes. But one of the cool things about it is it's a secular website. It doesn't have any sort of a religious, uh, biblical. Scientific. That's right. It's just, it's just, listen, it's just saying, listen, pornography will ruin intimacy. It'll ruin love. It'll ruin your sex life. It'll ruin what's real. And I just want us men to start the conversation today. We're not going to solve it in one podcast, but there will be a part two to this conversation we're going to talk about what to do about it and how to get help. But uh, Josh, thank you for being here. No, thank you for having me, man. And we're going to, we're going to do this talk again. We're going to, we're going to go next in uh, part two of this um, to what you need to do to get help. So first got, first off guys, admit it's a problem. Uh, don't sweep this thing under the rug. And I would encourage you guys to tune into our next one. And we're going to talk about amongst other things, how to start a program for this at your church, and we're going to direct you towards an incredible resource that you can use for starting a small group. Visit mensalliancetribe.com to find a tribe near you, or maybe you're the man to start one in your area. So check us out at mensalliancetribe.com, and I hope to see you around the fire soon.